We're back. Keys on trees. Just saw Black Panther. Wakanda forever. And our initial thoughts are going to be preceding me introing in this uh, episode. This is episode 9 or 10 or something. I think it's 10 or 11, maybe 12. Who knows what it is. This is me and my lovely co-host. Kayla. Kayla is back. Yes, she's back. And uh, King. King is sniffing and scratching in the back. But anyways, hopefully we can turn up our voices because we tried to do some mic checks. But it definitely wasn't working for me. That's the fakest I could be. <laughs> so, um, going into this movie, we already did a review on the trailer. And I agree with Kayla's thoughts on the trailer, and I added some of my personal points of view. Intertwining it, that'd be a good thing to review if you're coming in on to this episode. Go check out the Wakanda Forever trailer review. And we're going to get into the review for this. This won't be released right after. We have seen this movie as of November 12th, 410 Eastern Standard Time. And <laughs> I'm so specific for no reason. But um, I would like to get into both of our thoughts and to both our feelings going towards it. And doing a follow-up after letting everything sink in. Because it's not... Uh, the way we initially react and have emotions towards things that normally pan out after you get time to let the stuff seep into your brain waves and ripples and folds that it, uh, you make your final judgment on something. So we will probably do a follow-up if Kayla has time. But with all that being said, we can get into the reviews. I hated it. I'm mm. fucking around. <laughs> Go ahead. I mean, I think first thing we should probably do is address the predictions that we made in the previous uh, podcast. Okay. And then before I talk about my predictions, I would like to say that I didn't know a lot of the stuff that was going to be in the movie. So in that previous podcast episode, I was really confused as to why my husband kept talking about sharing with other cultures. I was like, what, what is he talking about? And then I realized because the character Namor is based off of you know, the Mayan and native culture. I had no idea. Yeah, like I just, everything. right. Uh -huh. I just saw a brief flash of him and I didn't really know that about him. And also furthermore, everyone calling him Namor, like that bothered me as well, because when he said well, the character's name is Namor, they changed it for okay. this iteration because they did the cultural thing. Right. Because he's known, he's a mutant and he's, it's not like how it is. He's basically, the king of Atlantis, but they changed it for this whole film. Yeah, he used he used uh, the exact word mutant, which I thought was interesting too, because you did that say let that. you know X Men is on its way. Right, <laughs> but for me, like they, I guess they must have fabricated that not not more story, but um, well, they didn't fabricate it. It's just a new. As someone who, no, I'm talking about the, na the behind his name, the story behind his name. Okay. Yeah. Because as someone who is a second language Espanol hablante. It did, it, like, Namor, I would have put it together if, if people had pronounced it that way. I would have put that together on my own. So I was a little like, dang. Right. But anyhow, to address my predictions, I predicted that Shuri was going to be grieving and need to be shaken. Yes, and that's did. pretty much what happened. It was pretty much almost the entire movie just about, except for the last, I'd say, maybe hour or so. 
was her which was in the prediction yeah which I, was her grieving she was definitely not um uh wanting to take on the responsibility of the black panther so i was really happy to see that um my prediction about that came to be true i think uh i agree with your prediction but i agreed that she was going to be trying to get her character development and that's i think where we differed and i i i thought that she was going to be doing it. i just moved that bowl and this fool is going to go start drinking um i predicted that <laughs> he just got me all wow get louder why don't you just wait and then edit it out i'm not worried about it um i agreed with your prediction but I had the caveat that she would be doing the same thing that T'Challa did in the first film, which was trying to find herself and to find her identity now that she had lost somebody and that now she was assuming more responsibility dealing with the kingdom and assuming a responsibility of leadership. So for me, I didn't have a problem with the the way that they went about it. I just wish that they did not spend so much time doing a whole bunch of exposition. In my opinion, they did a lot of exposition and a lot of world building in this where I feel like they should have probably had way more new costumes, way more technology that they could have showed us. And uh, I just, I don't know. I'm gonna let you go back to getting back to explaining your predictors before we go into it either further, I guess. Well, that was my main prediction, was, was that that she would be shaken until she finally, at the last minute, took on the mantle of uh, the Black Panther. That Blick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know what? But one thing I didn't predict is, like, I guess I never thought about what kind of Black Panther that she would be. I kind of just assumed that she would do what everybody else did before her. But I felt like you her... You mean, like, breaking from traditional uh, rituals and stuff, or what? No, I'm talking about how she is bringing her own flavor to Black Panther. So well, she was doing that in the first film, though. What I was saying, though, is that her Black Panther, she was using more of the feline stuff, more of the claws, more of the whatever. So it was more of a Catwoman type I way. I didn't see Eris in that at all. <laughs> she was definitely more feline with it than um, T'Challa was. T'Challa, yeah, it was Black Panther. He's wearing a panther suit. But, but he she, did the thing on the, the car. He did, but she was definitely using those claws a whole lot more and retracting them and doing stuff. It was very okay. Catwoman-like. Ah. And so she had her own flair. It was her own uh, black version of the, of the Black Panther. Okay. I, I, I didn't really take notice of the differences of how she was using the suit as the Black Panther versus how it was portrayed in the previous films of the Avengers and all that stuff. We didn't watch Infinity Wars and uh, the the wrap-up with Thanos and all that stuff in game. So I can't speak to what um, Chadwick Boseman's portrayal as T'Challa and uh, the Black Panther fighting style was in those films. But we did see Civil War. We did see um, Winter Soldier. And we did see Black Panther, of course. So for me, I didn't feel like, I didn't see it. I did notice that the claws she had, after she dropped her little power booster bracelets off, I saw that she, her nails came in and out. So that was kind of like feminine-like, I guess. That's pretty cool when that gold nails came out and stuff. Um, of course, I saw all the details in her suit 
that she, you could tell it was her as far as those dots that she does, her decorative dots that she put on her face for ceremonial. She had dots on her helm. And uh, I didn't really see, a, like, of course the body was feminine, but I didn't really see a feminine um, style. Man, that's something I might have missed. I think my brain was like, <sighs> we went into this. Like preparing for it. I drink a lot of water because I got some health issues, so I got to drink a lot of water. <laughs> so for me, I like starve myself of water more today than I usually would. So I, I knew the film was long, so I was preparing for that aspect. And then we also, oh, we did eat, but I ate more than you today. So like I had, a, I was trying to have enough energy so that I can suck in as much of the film as I could, but maybe I just wasn't paying attention too much. Like I was, I was really paying attention to Okoye's fighting. I was paying attention to the, to the rest of the people's fighting styles, but I didn't really pick up that much. And I think it was cause she, she I, what did I say? My prediction was the last 15 minutes she gonna fucking fight or some shit. I was like, it's gonna be a short period that she's gonna actually be in the suit and actually be in Black Panther. So I kind of was disappointed at that prediction that you made was like the, sort of the route that they kind of stuck to and that was kind of like something that I was kind of disappointed about that why were you disappointed because I, I wanted to be really really surprised I really wanted to be surprised with this film I really didn't want to I wish I wanted to watch the trailer now because seeing that trailer it really turned my my expectations up to fucking 11 you know and that just really I wasn't bothered by it. <laughs> that just really um, kind of made me feel that I sh didn't give this film a fair shot. Do you say, basically you're saying like because it was predictable, because it was something that you knew was going to happen is why you But were we didn't like know. But it's like I hate that because of the way our brains work and like I didn't think what you thought. If you listen back to what we... Um, uh, for the for the trailer review you came up with everything and I was like as soon as you said all of that stuff I was like I can literally see them doing it and I, that's why I agreed with you immediately because it was like that was logical and <laughs> I was like I couldn't I couldn't find any way where you coming up with that just off of the top of your head because you don't watch these films you don't read the comic books I was like this is probably what they're gonna fucking do and I did not wants us to go in knowing ahead of time how the film was going to play out. That's that's where a part of my disappointment is coming from. <laughs> you know, it's, uh, it, it makes me think of my younger brother. So he always, um, he always used to determine if a movie was good or not based off of his ability to predict what was going to happen in the film. And he's really good. Like, even when you don't think what's, like, you have no idea what's going to happen in the movie, my brother can tell you what is going to happen in that movie. So, like, it's almost a game of, like, the movie creators have to beat him for him to think that it is a good movie. And, and that's very, how I go into it similar. Yeah. similar. Um, and that's why I kind of stay away from, try to stay away from social media. I try to stay away from films. And I really wasn't going in. I told Kayla, like, I wasn't going to go in. And we went in the, the second day it came out. And I was really surprised. But Kayla said, there's a whole bunch of rooms showing it. They got a whole bunch of screens. And I was like, ah, we might as well go see it before social media ruins every fucking thing. Um, but, yeah, uh, the other predictors we had, 
other than Shuri's uh, morning and uh, the tributes to tra ch uh, Chadwick Boseman. We didn't really know how Namor. Namor. Like, say, say like, say like Namor. Amor, but with an N in front of it. I just was saying it with the R. You got to put the sexy R on it. Um, <laughs> Certain cultures I didn't don't know how they, R's. Yours yeah, does, though. Yeah. I didn't. <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Mexicano. Um, I didn't know how or what they were going to do. I was really banking on my prediction of they were just going to show all of the um, the sea people. I don't even know really what to call them because they didn't have a definition for those people. Yeah. They kind of, it's like it's spiritual kind of to me. Like they transformed those people into fucking mer basically, people. Basically, they're not even mer people. They're human. It's best, basically their whole fucking culture had the doggone heart shape herb. Right, but it <laughs> it transformed them though. Whereas They're refugees, right? Well, the thing was like, like you said, to me, the heart shaped herb, as far as the MCU is concerned, it seems that if you ingest it, I think from the comic books, you have to have a certain bloodline. And that's what they tried to establish in the first Black Panther was you had to have blood, the royal blood. Because the person, the first person that ingested and didn't die from the fucking uh, heart shaped herb uh, drink or whatever potion became the King Black Panther, which would in turn started the uh, protector of the kingdom. And then they made the Black Panther the king. So it was passed down through lineage as far as people being able to accept it. Some people cannot accept the heart-shaped herb. And I believe in the comics, other people who have in ingested it, some of them are, they basically die from the shit. So for when I saw that the, uh, the Mayan people back in time when they did the flashback, I saw it as the same type of lineage thing as far as you have to have pure, or not pure, but you have to have some type of uh, DNA or whatever to be able to fucking go through the mutation for ingesting it. But then when they turned blue, I kind of felt like that was bringing in the spiritual realm because even in the Black Panthers realms, they have a spiritual plane. So for me, when they change from the human form to a to an aquatic form, we're all aquatic creatures. When we start as babies, we have gills. So for me, when they transformed into blue when they was on land, and then him being a mutant because he was a baby when they ingested it, and him not being blue, it kind of threw me off. Like, are they saying like these people are now spiritually connected, even though they're still alive because it didn't kill? the people when they ingested it but it was it seemed like when they showed that scene that they just died and re, were reborn right mm. so for me it's like the i'm not like i told you I, I don't have any connection to my heritage on that side but for me i feel like they deal with the spirit realm in a similar way as africans deal with spiritual spirit realm as well meaning when they took that shit they died and came back as a new people and had to go into the ocean. So they basically, as children, when we have gills, we come from water. We have to have water. And, and then we become terrestrial. We, they, they basically mutated and evolved, but they had to die as people. And then when they assumed that blue skin, I felt like that was their spiritual bodies awakening. And that's what made them stronger. Nigga, December, whatever that shit was, when niggas get their power. <laughs> 
So when they went into the water, to me, that was like the rebirth of the uh, of the people. And then they went into the water, but then he was born, and then his mom wasn't blue when they're underwater. Did you see that? Like they notice. weren't like that's what I was looking for. Like the blue blue skin when they're in the water, when they when she was giving birth to her son, she wasn't blue, but she was blue when they went into the water. So I was like, either the flashback is fucked up, meaning they ingested it. They didn't turn blue immediately, but she had birth underwater, which makes no sense. Why would she be underwater with them other people? They was kind of blue-tinged, I think. But when she gave birth, she wasn't blue. And she kind of had some weird glowing shit on her neck, I think, too. So I was like, is that him coming out of her? Then we see his little wings and all that shit. I was, I was sad about the wings. But, <laughs> yeah. But yeah um, that's, that was my interpretation. I don't know what you felt about, about it. Uh, slightly different because with the Wakandans, when they take the heart-shaped herb, they do symboling like they look like they're dying. They bury the person, right? right? Mm-hmm. And then they go to the ancestral plane, and typically they see whoever just died, and that person gives them the blessing, and then they reawaken as the Black Panther. So I feel like these people were led to their, or I, I don't know the name of the thing. He said what it was, I think, but the heart-shaped um, herb. It, but it wasn't called the heart shape or something else. Oh, it had different names. The, what the Mayans was calling it. Yeah, it was something else. Yeah, so, so they um, basically were just led. Call it the heart shape herb. I'm maybe. just calling it their <laughs> herb. It was they were led to their herb by a god of their spiritual realm or whatever, right? right? Yeah, the shaman. And it told him and said that you guys can go get this and this is what's going to keep you from basically the white people. This is going to save you from the white people because y'all sick, y'all dying, y'all whatever. This is going to save you. Which So my okay. thing is when they died, if they went to the spiritual realm, they already had permission. It was like, okay, you can go. Like, you got permission. Right. You can you can have the powers. You can have the abilities. Right. So they're still, it's the same way that the, the heart-shaped herb works. It's just that they had already pre-received like a, a, a hall pass right. to go ahead and assume the power. So I think it works the same way. It's just they... It may work. We yeah. need to watch the first film again then to see the origin story. Because the Wakandans have had it for centuries... Whereas they only had it for the last, what, 300, 400 years. What was it, 1600? So they, that was like, what, that's not 100, that's like 4,000 years. Yeah, because they're also teasing the story of, y'all wonder what happened to the Mayans? Well, this yeah, where they too. at. They yeah. was down there still playing that little hoop game. Right, so, so but to, to me it's like, then the Wakandans have had it all. What led the Wakandans to it, besides them being there where the meteor hit as land dwellers versus... The Mayans had a shaman that had a fucking vision and dream or whatever and was told to go dive in and get the fucking heart-shaped herb. And then why did it not kill everybody? It just transformed everybody. So why don't they have more Black Panthers if that's the case? That's the kind of like... It would that's require, just the cultural difference. It would require the ancestors to want there to be more Black Panthers. It would require the ancestors to, to grant permission. Right. I just feel like, okay... All right, moving from that topic, you really sparked a lot. I like that. That was fucking dope. Um, what else? What else did you want to go over? Because we kind of started dipping into the. Well, I kind of want to talk about since we just addressed what, um, and I'm not trying to take over your podcast, but fine. we addressed our expectations prior to going to the movie and what we expected, and then addressing it after the fact. What about things that took us for surprise? Things that we did not expect at uh, all. You, you 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 cutting this podcast hella short, but okay. Um, 
things that surprised me upon this first viewing was the long-ass amount of time that they spent in this film. And I felt like it was just a whole bunch of space being shot. Like, they tried to do Lord of the Rings type shit where they just showing you the landscapes and showing you the people that live in the lands. But I felt like it was empty. I felt like it was a vacuum that was just sucking up every fucking bit of my fucking energy and time. Because I felt like when they went to, what is it, Talacon, Talacon, whatever it was, whatever their capital is, I was like, this is dope, but I've seen this in Avatar. Like, I've seen, like, I've just watched the Avatar preview and I was like, this is fucking Avatar. <laughs> this is the Avatar for me. Like, um, we've seen underwater stuff. I feel like they did not build anything in in a way for me as far as character designs that I wanted to see. I was more disappointed that it was just humanoid people that was just blue tinged underwater. I wanted to see some fucking mer people. Like some fucking fins. Why are they gonna swim faster? And then how are they bones and they body humanoid structures because you know I'm in the science. How are they humanoid structures being built in that deep sea? Like to me I thought it was going to be more bioluminescence and then him bringing the Wakanda, the, the, Wakanda, the fucking uh, vibranium to build the underwater sun. It made kind of sense, but to me it was like, where's the, I was expecting bioluminescence. I was, expect, I was just expecting so much mm. extravagant art going into that underwater yeah. world that I was very like disappointed in that aspect of it. You know what? And I, I was disappointed with, with Wakanda you. as well because I felt like they just used the same fucking CGI that they had from the first film. Which is, I did like that one little hut uh, skyscraper. I do like the hut skyscraper. But I just felt like they didn't... For me, I expected... Like I said, my expectations were super fucking high that I wanted costumes. I wanted... Uh, I just wanted bioluminescence. I, I think I was thinking about... Um, we just saw AI was on TV the other day. The way AI had that underwater shit. AI had the futuristic different things like I was just expecting to see all of this extravagant shit coming from Disney coming from the second installment for Black Panther I was expecting them to do it more like the little under under underwater soccer was cool but it was like bruh like what the fuck show us how this this structure was built at least like to me if you're gonna build the lore let's go straight into the lore which is kind of, it seemed like they just kind of was just doing a lot of exposition and trying to make me feel something for the people there, but I really didn't feel invested. I didn't even feel invested with the Wakandans, to be honest. The first film had me invested with the Wakandans. This film didn't have me invested. I felt like I was watching Star Trek, like the, the no-name uh, <laughs> the the red, red shirts. Shirt. And that's what I felt this whole time. Like I was like, these is all red shirts to me. Like, if they would have had one little kid come and touch on Shuri and shit, maybe I would have felt something. You know what I mean? They, they tried to do that with the girl. girl. That's what I'm saying. But it wasn't enough interactions for me. Like, it was just them trying to do something, but like, okay, let's, let's keep it fucking moving type shit. I didn't feel like they developed any of the characters in the way that I was expecting it to be for a film this long. I felt like they could have developed characters a lot more as far as we've been on the Game of Thrones kick. These Game of Thrones fucking sets is not extravagant, crazy sets, but the character building in these these little ass things, they get you. You know what I'm saying? I didn't feel those characters, like everything felt forced to me. 
And I was like, and that was one of the predictions that we had was, or at least I brought to it was, these actors had a lot of stuff to deal with emotionally to make this film. Ryan Coogler had so much fucking emotions going into this film that I didn't know how they could pull this film off to begin with. And I was super high, super high expectations. I was, I was like, I'm going to love this film no matter what from that trailer. And then I was also I was like, well, most trailers show you all of the good parts of a film instead of giving some mystery like Jordan Peele does with his films where you like, what the fuck is this shit? <laughs> you know what I mean? I wish they would have did a Jordan Peele thing for this trailer because I felt like when I watched the trailer and then I watched the actual film, I was like, I like this trailer more than I like this film based on some of the things I was just talking about. But other than that, what did you feel that you, um, was a surprise to you? Well, I do want to go back to two points. First of all, I feel like the reader probably, not the reader, but the listener probably would like an explanation of red shirts. <laughs> so, oh, Star Trek. I, yeah. So I, you know, I'm a, I'm, I'm a, I'm a Trekkie. <laughs> I, I definitely am, but I'm not as up on the, the more modern stuff. I definitely am I more like of like a, too. yeah, I, I, I'm more of a William Shatner, um, Deep Space Nine, um, that kind of stuff. Um, You're old. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of old with, with, with my Trek love. But what I will say is that typically whenever they go on the ground and they're at another planet, they have a lot of people that are extra with them that are wearing their red shirts, their red uniforms. And typically... We, Nameless henchmen. Yeah, t- t- typically we don't know those people. They're just people that happen to work on the ship. So if someone dies in an episode, it's usually the red shirt people that get killed. So that is why Juan was talking about the reference of red shirts. Because um, in, in Star Trek, the red shirt people always just seem to get killed and you don't really care about them because you don't know them. They're just random people that you've never seen before. Right. Another thing I want to note about the world building with the underwater world. I, too, expected more of the underwater world. What it seems to be is it was like we are escaping who the conquistadors yeah. or who was it? it well, was okay. Spanish. I was Spanish. like, I don't know if it's the right time. Probably period. Spanish. Um, okay. So we are escaping the conquistadors and we want to go underwater and continue to live our life. Right. They literally are still living the same. They even built the same temples. They were up there playing the same game. I think every kid, when we learn about the Mayan culture, we learn about the game that they played right. and like how they... Literally, they were playing the same game down there. They were living the exact same life as they lived at that right. time. With the market and they had showed. Too. Yeah, they were still living their human life. It's like literally they went underwater and then kept it the same status quo. Right. And I guess we were expecting a little bit more. I would have been well, like, is, oh my God, is, it was okay, more like Navi me, type stuff just, in the jungle with just, the bioluminescence. You just said something though. Like, for me though, they did know how to work with vibranium. But they didn't know how to refine it because they kept saying that's raw vibranium for a spear and all of the shit that they was building. So they did have technological advances as well because they had the rebreather. They didn't even expand on all of that type of stuff, which was where my disappointment was coming from. Like, why did they have um, what is those underwater currents? They had underwater currents that they can control. They had those big-ass doors they control. They did the Kamehameha wave, which was Hawaiian, but they ain't going to say that. We was everywhere. We was... We was... Japanese. What was it? We was anime. We, the anime is based off of it. So everybody doing the Kamehameha wave uh, symbol is... Uh, that's island type shit. That's fucking um, uh, brown people shit galore. But... They did. Go back. Sorry. But I was just saying, like, they did have the technology. 
but they didn't show us like they didn't even show us the Wakanda technology like it to me that was the biggest disappointment was why can't y'all show this technology you gave us a fucking uh, what was it a beetle a, a fucking mosquito a, the Kamoye bee whatever it is well, I feel like with Wakanda, I didn't really need to Kamoyo see any addi- additional technology from them because I kind of already, like I, with with Wakanda, I know it's there. So I don't have to see it because it was demonstrated in the first movie. So it was just like coming home right. and you already know what's there. Like just like coming to your house in the dark, you know where most of the furniture is and stuff like that. Yeah. But with, if you're going to introduce a new world, a new place, like hype that thing up you know right. like these people definitely are doing things like they're even using waves which is some siren type stuff right you know because typically they have sirens that call the men out and to, to their deaths and stuff right or different sirens that make horrible noises That's that make your more. ears bleed and stuff like that so they were doing things that the mer people yeah they they could have really went crazy with this but i understand that this is black panther right. and maybe they didn't want to go too far into that stuff but you know what I had a question about as I was watching with their tech was the rebreather. Side note, someone that was behind the rebreather that the firefighters use, um, that guy has actually had a part in the cell theory. I teach, I used to teach that to sixth graders. But anyway, so the rebreathers that they used, um, I wondered about that small amount of water in there. Are they sucking all the oxygen out of that water? Like, does yeah, but that they, water have, need they to said be... they have them on the shoulders too because they actually have gills on their shoulders. Yeah, the gills on their shoulders were not hyped up much. Right. I only saw them when I that yeah, the early it, origin yeah. scene. Right, yep. That's the only times I saw that. As right. far as the other people, they, had armor they emphasized the rebreathers on their mouth, and it had a small amount of water. And I'm like, right? Don't you do you or do you like exhale and it puts stuff back into the water? I was just wondering right. about that to the me, ability to breathe long term on that small. I amount feel of water. like they was just like they already knew they wasn't going to explain their technology, so they didn't even give a fuck. That's how I felt, and I felt. Very disappointed when, uh, what's whatever that dude, the uh, fuck, I don't even know his name. It was the woman and the man, the dude with the hammerhead skull on his head. Oh, yeah, the warrior guy yeah. and the girl, seemed so like, like a he took tight. He took his shit off and he was speaking English, it seemed like, to her, and then he put told her to put it on because the translator was translating. I don't know if the translator was saying it. Uh, the griot, I was mad about that. But anyway. Most people ain't going to catch the fact that yeah, it's a griot. I was hella mad about that. But uh, I was like, to me, the rebreather they put on her, it wasn't a pressurized suit. It's just to give oxygen. So it can re- work in reverse. Why don't you show us who is the technology, or who's the chief technological uh, fucking person in uh, the Atlantis or whatever the fuck the place is called, uh, Telecom. Yeah. Like, why didn't we see they society versus just a market kids playing in the fucking currents, and then you see the sun, underwater sun, and that's that's mm-hmm. where I was like, this is lacking for me. I see that you bring up a big issue. Right. If you are going to make a Black Panther movie, movie. You don't want to introduce too much of the of another person and tell another person's story. So I feel like the enemy in this film, I it probably would have been better. The enemy for you. in this film was the white people. It, <laughs> it would have been better if it was an enemy that we already knew. If they were going to war against another nation or something, because they don't have to explain it. But if you're going to introduce a whole nother, well, now you know why I was going people, on that fucking rant. 
on the first the a first whole nother time. race of people a whole nother land where, where it's we not would, another race of people it's a different culture where we would have a lot of questions once they drink that herb they're a different race um they are not a different race they have gills. They're a different race. Okay. Okay. So, okay. <laughs> once you introduce this, it's difficult to bring something like that in because if they had spent so much time expo- in talking about them and introducing them or whatever, then it would have distracted away from the fact it was a Black Panther movie. So it's like they did what they, sh- they, they, they could do to respect the fact that it was a Black Panther movie. But at that point, just don't bring in somebody so you, different. So you understand why I was upset then in the trailer pot. I wouldn't have got that from the. You trailer. didn't understand, but that's why I had was making it a point that how can you do that? And I feel that you could have did that if we would have followed two characters from each side. So if we would have followed Shuri, and if we would have followed Riri, those two would have been surface world. Then you would have found Namor, or. And uh, one of the, uh, his uh, fucking lieutenants, generals, they didn't call him whatever his worshippers was because they were saying that nigga was a guy. The woman or the man. And I would have been fine if you would have followed him and the woman to show built their relationship up. Are they fucking? Are they not fucking? Are they sister and brother? Or the other warhead general, you could have just had him going around training people. You should have focused on those two types and had all of the other supporting cast members coming in like they did. But they fucking gave too much shine to too many different people at the same fucking time for me. And it wasn't substance. It was not of substance to me. Hmm. And that was like, that's what I think Game of Thrones does well. They pick two characters and then everybody else's supporting cast. And then those two main characters bleed into everything else, and then they do their little piece, and then the rest of the supporting characters come in, firing off, and you get so trapped into, ooh, who's going on? Who's, who's jacking off at somebody's feet? Who's doing... I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, I would have wanted... They tried to do a drama. It was not executed, in my opinion, well at all. So I think with what you're saying is we saw... Um, I, I don't remember the name of their, uh, their, their place. It starts with a T. Talicon. Well, let me look it up. Um, but we saw the underwater world through Shuri's eyes. That was supposed to be humanizing and supposed to right. whatever. Yep. But what, what you are saying actually makes a lot of sense because we should have seen it through their eyes because their world is more valuable to them. Yes. And so it, it, it probably would have to- been Talicon. some... Tolokan. Yeah. Okay. Tolokan. Yeah. They need to put Ta- that L in front. Yeah. Tolokan. Talokan. Talokan. Okay. Aztec. They I know. had a whole bunch Ta-lo-kan. of different fucking place. And I told you it was my people. Quatzalcantle with me was in it. I know. Place, These were your people. Yeah. Um, but it, it would have been better to have seen it from one of their eyes because it would have built the character. Because we were definitely getting a secondhand um, representation of their world, which was very surface. Because all Shuri like- had was about, what, a, a, a one, one day there? And she quickly saw it. Right. So we didn't get a true view. So it was surface because it was through her. And I know they did it because they were trying to keep it Wakanda and Black Panther. But right. it, it lacked depth. Well, they that's what I'm saying. It. Like the, Out of all the research they did, I, this is where I'm going back to Ryan, Ryan Coogler on the first film. We was in Korea. We was in the United States. We was in Wakanda. When you start looking at it, and we go on and jump into all these places, to me it starts, you start running up time, but you're losing 
something that nobody is having reference for, except for people who read comics. And this is what The Lord of the Rings does so well. They got a whole following of people who've read all of these books and all geeked out into this shit, right? Over so much time. And then you get somebody that's a super fan. They build on it and they don't deviate making new shit. This whole thing was all new stuff. So for me, they did have stuff that was canonical from the comics that you can use as reference. But with, when you bring in Namor with his people and you're saying... We're not doing Atlantis because we got to compete with DC and fucking, uh, what's his name? Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa. So how can you bring in the character that's based in Atlantis when it's a person in another company that already had that on lock already? Like, you can't have two Atlantises running around. People going to get confused, right? So instead, they I had no problem with the naming. I had no problem with the cultural stuff. But to me, it was like... If you're going to do it, do it right. They already said it. They only going to do 15 minutes of fighting. I hated that I had to predict that with you. <laughs> and you said the shit, and I was like, yep, they ain't going to fight but the last 15 minutes. So spend 40 minutes on Wakanda. Spend 40 minutes on the, building these other people up and following those people from their eyes. And even if you was going to use Shuri as we bring a Shuri there, you could have did that and kept it surface, but it was like, we got these people. What are their motivations? Which is the biggest thing I was saying. What was the motivations? I felt that the motivation was weak. They're trying the to keep only two, a secret. The, I know that. The two things. They was like, T'Challa opened up the borders to exchange vibranium and other tech with the rest of the world. Remember when I had said that? Mm -hmm. What happened with that? Boom. What took it away from me was T'Challa's death. We opened the film with that, right? We going past all our predictors. We going into what Juan is pissed off about. <laughs> so this is this is my little first uh, instance of trying to download and process all of the stuff that we saw. So from the beginning to me, T'Challa, we don't know why he dying. Blah blah blah. Right? We don't know if it was a battle. We don't know nothing. If it was my creative fucking start, I would have had a secret war between T'Challa and the Namor from the beginning. If you wanted to go to Vibranium route. Meaning, Vibranium did not only go to Wakanda. Vibranium was also in other places around the world, but nobody had discovered it except for these two people. So if you did that, canonical, from the comic books, they already fight. And it's always a fight between him and the Black Panther. So this was already stuff that they was using. This whole film only worked because it was already references for it. So for me... We don't know why T'Challa died, but we know something is wrong with him. So we, to me, we learned later why he died. When did they reveal it? Because I don't know. Basically, it was it was subtly implied that he had an issue with his health. He knew they using Chadwick Boseman's actual death. Oh he knew, my god! And then he I told didn't, that Shuri, went over my head. He told that Shuri, went over my head. <laughs> he told Shuri too late for her to be able to medically help him, and she knew that she would have been able to help him and help his illness, you know but she didn't helped? have the time right. to, to, to do it. And right. so she was even more hurt than well, anybody it was, else. It was Well, it was Killmonger who did that. But what could have spun that, what made zero sense, is if you ingest the heart-shaped herb, they need to establish that the heart-shaped herb makes you superhuman, but it does not make you invincible. Because if that's the case, Namor shouldn't be living for as long as he lived. 
because there's been hella kings and hella people that have been Black Panther before T'Challa was. So looking at it from what you just said, it still don't make sense to me. Because this nigga came back from a stab wound and then he's back alive. You could have said because he came back from death or the brink of death, the heart shape or the second ingestion, because of he, he was in a, a non-healthy state ingesting it, he was poisoned because he had was already uh, damaged, which still wouldn't have made sense. But that would have made me lead to believe that, okay, you can't just be ingesting a heart-shaped herb. You have to be healthy enough to do it, which was implied by the fucking trials that they go through of fighting each other, whoever's challenging for the throne. And then the lineage being passed down from that bloodline, that bloodline must be strong enough to ingest it going on patriarchy as far as going through the lines of men and fucking ingesting this shit at the most the most healthiest people my interpretation was the most healthiest person which was usually a male because of these societies that was primitive at the time the male had to ingest it they had to be the strongest the male lion the male wolves all the alphas in the animal kingdom must be strong enough to hold those titles if not they do not continue being the alpha Somebody else steps up, and there's an alpha woman, and there's definitely alpha women in other matriarchal societies like elephants and all these whales and all these other things that go into play for the animal kingdom. It's not just males, but usually the strongest male and the smartest uh, 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 ones and the ones that create a harmonious pack are the ones they succeed. So I didn't. that went over my head. So you just blew my mind right now. Well, that's why at the beginning of the movie, she was trying to 3D print more heart-shaped herbs since it was all burned. And that was my thing. Right. That was my thing, right? It was all burned. That was my surprise, y'all. Let's get away from my rant and go back to my surprise. Yeah. My surprise was, I said it, I didn't know where they was getting heart-shaped herbs from. So for them to pin a lot of the movie's plot on the heart-shaped herb, I had no problem, but that was a surprise. Right. So she was trying to 3D print it because the heart-shaped herb... The heart-shaped herb would have saved him, but because he did not tell her until too late, she did not have time to fully synthesize and trial and get it together and whatever to save him because he said something too late. He said something too late, but it makes no sense, Kayla, because he ingested it twice. How is it going to help him a third time? That's well, why I'm like, they should have never blended the real world into this into this film. And I felt that, going back to my rant... They did not seal up because they opened it for that plot point in the movie. They didn't seal up Chadwick Boseman's death to me. They, and they felt like they just gave him a couple of minutes in the beginning and then we're done with this shit. It's all Shuri from now on. Fuck, don't look at Chadwick Boseman's picture. Don't get, we don't give a fuck. And the whole time the coffin was flying up into that uh, <laughs> spaceship, I was like... <laughs> Drop that bitch. <laughs> but anyways, okay, go off my rant. That was just something that I did not like. And I'm I'm like nitpicking the whole film. So for me, that wasn't explained. You just explained it to me. That makes sense, but it doesn't make sense to me. Well, um, you know what another thing that was unexpected to me was well, it's two things that were unexpected. Um, the queen dying. I knew someone was going to die, but the queen dying, I don't know. I felt like her death. She's not like a major fighting character. You kind of expect people who are on the front line to die, and she's kind right. of behind the scenes. Um, 
I will come back to her death because my husband and I disagree about the feeling, the reaction to her <laughs> death. But um, I, another thing that surprised me was the reappearance of Killmonger. Oh, that, shit. That took me out. Ooh, light skin, babe. And then he <laughs> even did, he did another hey, cousin. hey auntie, hey, hey, but cousin. it was hey cousin. Hey cousin, what's that? Hey little cousin. Hey, and cousin. I said, okay, this is the energy we needed because she was having an internal battle between do right. I be noble like my brother or whatever and be I think diplomatic. They was, they was kind of playing. Or do on I it. just burn everybody up? They was kind of playing on it when he when he took her to Talakum. What is it? Talakan. Talakan. When he told her. You said you wanted to burn this shit down. We about to do it. Come on, boo. I thought he was going to boo her up, man. I was like, yes, yes. You know what? And they're internally screaming, yes. You know what? We're going to have some little blacksicans in this motherfucker. I know. They was going to make you. But you know what? In the type of uh, movies that I watch, movies that are sci-fi that have a little bit of uh, love in there, mm. I would have I would have made that a love match. Oh, and, yes. And one of them oh, would have yes. been she a, she a princess. He a god. And they could have been like, but you know what? She was not biting. She was, she was, she was not nigga, she him. was nibbling. So I was like, she maybe. She liked their world and their land. She, she thought that was nice. I was she thought like, the mother's necklace was, I kinda the made bracelet the, was cute. They kind of made her asexual, kind of. It asexual. seemed like she they wasn't was feeling to, him to Yeah, be. so I was like, they didn't want to kind of give her sexuality. And that's, again, that could have been a personality thing. Like, she could have been like, nah, motherfucker, we ain't. He kind of, to me, he was trying to lead on. But I'm a male. And then and I, I know how that's how I would have came at you. And then they named this dude ooh, Namor. Ooh, Namor. I would have came and got you, princess. Oh come on God. down here. Hey, these white motherfuckers are tripping. Yeah. They gonna come for you before they come for me. They could have went that. That's a, and listen. If they don't do it, they're gonna be fan novels, fan fiction. Oh yeah, that got yeah. them together. They got already got it on the porn sites. And I'm ready to read it. I'm, I'm, <laughs> you so stupid. Where can I get the book right now? Okay, that is that's for me. For me though, in that aspect though, I kind of thought that they was gonna play out a love story, and I kind of felt like I was open. And I, I, that would have made me more invested. But I does like. Marvel do love? Like they sometimes they did in Love and Thunder, with Thor and uh, Jane. They don't be, they don't go in. <clears throat> it's like it's like men writing a love story. They don't really go in with a love story. Like oh, I'm so out. Well, in to the world me, they could have been playing. Well, I was looking at it as like again, we was just watching Game of Thrones. So that's my big thing. I'm going back to. Sorry if y'all don't watch it, but I felt like that was them trying to start. This is the Game of Thrones, baby. You get you a princess. You about to be queen, and that's where it goes back to where me and you was disagreeing on the queen thing. Death. He made her a queen. He did say you're the queen. Now I said now not not him talking about you the queen. Now. And he that was to me he was overall. It's even to the end. It seemed like he has an overall game plan, and he's going to execute on it. He tossed the ball over to her. Basically and it's like, but moment. to me, it's like when you look at it, I felt like every white person's asshole was getting tight in those moments when they was like, Disney is really playing games with us right now. They really playing games. And I am honestly fed up. <laughs> fed up. Mm. Well, Disney keep trying to say, we going to keep giving this nigga one characters that he think going to follow through on the shit. And we ain't never going to see no black people actually stand up and do some shit on the fucking t- uh, silver screen. And Disney is playing with my emotions and I don't fucking fuck with them. Well, you shit. know what? Let's 
Let's talk Come about on. The when they was thing. talking about them white people, when they talking about they coming for you, you know, you and deep down inside, you was like, yeah, 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 yeah I want to, I want, I'm going to join. <laughs> let's join forces. <laughs> well, let's talk about the queen's death. So okay, queen's death. In my point of view with the queen's death, I felt like play stupid games, win stupid prizes. He nah, told you. Nah. He told you that if you bring your ship out to my water, if you do anything against us, right. and he laid out the law for her, if you play around, you gonna find out. And you I'm going to. And he specifically a said, economy, a he specifically economy, said, I will kill you. He didn't say I'm gonna come to your people. He said I'm gonna kill you. That's specifically what he said, and that's what he did because she subversed uh, under him and did some behind the scenes stuff. No, she took didn't. The, took the people. No, she didn't. Yes, she did. Okay, she, time She out. said that she would distract him while yes. Nakia went in. That's right. That's what happened. And so he in. came and killed her like he said that he would. He did. Okay, but this is the thing. If your child is in fucking harm's way and you got any fucking options to get your child back to you, you are going to fucking take it. Second of all, you going to threaten me? Cue my Beyonce. Cue my theme music. <laughs> Put the Beyonce on. Listen, all I'm saying Nigga, is I didn't feel as bad because she cashed the check. Because to me, they had a major focus on her. Um, I don't know why they made her the major focus on a lot of the points. I feel like she sucked up a lot of screen time. Angela Bassett, I love her. I love the portrayal, but to me, it felt like they was literally trying to shoulder this film on her fucking back and having her doing too much fucking shit, too much screen time for me, for her. The this movie whole was time. not sure until after well, she died. Well, that's what I'm saying. They like, definitely was on the To queen. me, her portrayal and her performance, I, I kept hearing reviews. That's why I was like, we need to go see this shit because people keep killing me with this Angela deserves all the awards and all this stuff. So I was watching that film like, what the fuck is going on? This is entirely too much Angela for me. Um, the haircut. Why? They fan. cut her locks off. I didn't like that. Is it because she... I, mean, <laughs> I didn't like... But going back though, I felt because my mom messed me up. She was like, we went to go see Black Adam last week and I thought that was going to be a trash ass movie. Finds out, I thought it was okay. Um... They had the Wakanda Forever poster. And my mom was like, super serious. Like, I, I don't like that. I was like, what are you talking about, mom? I don't like that. And I was like, what? And she's like, look at them. Look at the characters. And I'm like, what? The, the design? Like, what are you talking about? And she was like, they trying to pin us against each other. Black people versus brown people, just like they've been doing. And we from California, so we know about the race riots that happened down in the South uh, California, the race riots that happened in prisons because, of course, I got some family members that's in prison. But <clears throat> for my mom being older than me and seeing all of the stuff that she's seen in her life and then also knowing history, and then for me, growing up in that area, I grew up, my best friend was Mexican. My best friend was Palestinian and Guamanian. And then my best friend that's in Georgia was black. So I've had a lot of best friends. And I never really went that deep with this movie as far as that was concerned, as far as pinning two people of color against each other and then having the world see it. And that's how she was bringing it to me. And I was like, I, I get what you're saying, Mom. And this is Disney. And this is why I don't like Disney, because they have a hold on culture. And this is a part of 
the social engineering that most people don't think about is what we're taking in and what we're seeing. We're picking, like you said, we all going to eat at the table. We all going to eat. I feel like it wasn't the same food, but... <laughs> well, that was the point I was making. Oh, my God. He just let on off. Uh, but for me, I had that in my head going into this film. Like, oh, man, my mom kind of... I had high expectations, but then I also was having that thought in my, thought process in my head. Like, how deep is Disney about to go, go as far as the killing of the two peoples? And they kind of did kill a lot of the peoples. But then it did have that overall moral story in the end of we are stronger together. Right, right. White but folks it better watch out. No, but that's where I felt was weak as fuck. But for me going in, I had those thoughts. So then when... Going back to the Queen's death, I'm like, I saw it as, for me, she had too much screen time anyway. But I knew if they killed her, it was going to, the feeling that my mom was giving me was like, this is going to generate bad blood on a level of the people that seen it. And when I was going in on, we're sharing this film, blah, 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 blah. We're not only sharing the film with other cultures, we're not getting a real world building for me and my aspects of trying to see more in depth into the cultural aspects of each people. And then also knowing the shared cultural aspects where you're not from California. I am from California. We love each other in California, but then we also have people who do not like each other. And there are brown people and black people who do not like each other and are super segregated based in a whole fucking made up thing that we're are, we are different. And then there is people who come together like me and my best friend who's, oh, did I, you learn, some people say, you negative, blah, 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 and you're like, did this motherfucker just call me a nigga? And they're like, no, I'm my grandma's asking if you're black or if you're Puerto Rican or blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, I don't speak Spanish, so tell her, don't be saying that shit around me. But that was one of the aspects where I felt like when the Queen's death came, yes, he did say that. And I felt like from a male's point of view, if you say something and you give your word on something, then you're going to follow through on that shit. But then also for him to be a leader of the people, of his people, to fucking tell them straight up, like, we gonna come in here and fuck your shit up, and I'm gonna kill you. The Dave Chappelle, <laughs> confidentially, I am crazy and I will kill you. I felt like that was gonna bring bad blood. And when that, when Killmonger was in the uh, ancestral plane, I thought that's where they was gonna go with her, like, yeah, I agree, Kazo. Like, that's what the worry for me was in this film was how deep are they gonna go into this stuff, and then how are other people gonna take this in and ingest it? Because the white people's booty holes was tight, but then my booty hole got tight when <laughs> they killed her because I was like, oh, well. I wasn't super invested with Angela's character, to be perfectly honest. I thought she had too much screen time. And I feel people, when they do character building, yes, it's okay to have screen time, but it depends. Like, you get exhausted after a while. I feel like this film had a lot of points where it was just emptiness and it was just a lot of exhaustion for me because I was wanting more. I wanted something to really bite into and to digest, but I was like, this is all surface stuff to me. And when she died, had she had died earlier or had she had less time, it would have made more of an impact for me. And when that happened, I felt like, oh, Shuri's finna go off the deep end now. Cause they was trying to put up this buildup of her being so lost and all this shit that once she finally got fucking somebody that was in her corner, somebody who was trying to help her get through things, all, when burning the cloth and all this stuff, I felt like she was going over. So when we got that surprise with Killmonger, I was thinking, yeah, of course he would be there. 
because not only you got the aspect of Namor trying to recruit her into being in an ally against all of the rest of these fucking people that's fucking with us, now you got Killmonger, who that was his direct mission that they killed in the first film. But you don't care because I didn't waste it, you so. No, no. But that's how I felt about the Queen's death. It was like it was a that was one of the most impactful things in that aspect. But it really didn't move the, the story forward for me at all because they just spent more fucking time trying to figure out how to do stuff. I'm like, this is the most advanced, technologically advanced, smartest people, greatest culture, greatest civilization, and you can't figure this shit out? I don't get it. That's that, I was frustrated this whole film. I was very frustrated. Like, where's the technology? Where's the people? I think some of the frustration probably comes from the type of movie that it was. I feel like Marvel makes about three distinct types of movies. I think they make introductory story building, like we're introducing a world or a character, like a backstory. I feel like they make movies that are um, ones that are uh, crossovers where the movie has the name of whoever it is on the top of it, but it's really just a crossover film. And then I feel like they make a third type of movie where they're just kind of telling the story of like a continuation type story, but they are not... You know, they, they're they not really introducing the person. And I, it kind of feels like, um, I was telling my husband, it feels like 102 Dalmatians. It feels yeah, like Lion, Lion King, King 2. Too. You know, and I feel like the this was is, definitely this kind look, of look movie. Look at Toy Story. Look at freaking all these other films that they have, but The Incredibles. There are some Toy Stories I didn't like. Like, okay, well... But and I didn't see the one with the with the spork. Okay, me either, because I was like, I, I don't know, I'm aged out. But I'm like the Incredibles. We waited so long to see Incredibles too. I don't even know if I remember it. I I, don't, I, I, don't, I, I know I that I saw a, it. I wasn't a super fan of it, but I still feel like it was a, a good film. I'm an Edna Mode fan. Right, the, the, but that's the thing. It <laughs> made you feel something for those characters, even going into the second film. And it goes back to me being on my another tirade. I just felt. Like, I, they tried to make jokes. They tried to do stuff. It was just like, ah, uh, this is kind of like, I don't, I'm not here for that. I don't know. I, I literally, I was well, expecting you know, Chadwick Boseman to come out and say this film the whole time, bro. Well, you know what? It's, it's, on, on the comment of jokes, it's not a major thing, so I'm not going to go too deep into yeah. it. But I was absolutely loving the fact that M'Baku. I, he too much. Had, I like that he had a carrot. Uh, yeah, that just was because the they're that vegetarians, the yeah. because they're vegetarians, and this dude just snatched But that on little a feature, that little feature, brought so much to that fucking scene to me as well. I love that he had the carrot, and it I was wasn't like, no regular on. orange carrot. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I was looking at that. Okay. <laughs> Nigga, that was some fine product placement. We got the there. we got the cultural carrots. Okay, right. we, we ain't got the Walmart grocery store right. carrot. This Love is, that. This is an heirloom. heirloom. We're vegetarians. Love that. But uh, I just felt like even Mbaku's character shouldered a lot of the film as far as the comedic aspect, and I wanted his design. Like I wanted more Wakanda technology. It's like. We in Wakanda, but nobody's wearing armor. Nobody has a Black Panther suit besides the Black Panther. I'm like, it just does not make sense to me. I don't get this shit. Like, every other military in the world, if you fucking build technology, you're going to build it in mass. We got tanks. We got airplanes. We got all these different things, and we don't just build one or two. Well, Shuri was trying to do it, but there was pushback on those, those new suits. By one person. That was in charge of everybody. So she couldn't get it. So she No, she could. And then you there was could. that, well, how many of these did you make? Well, clearly I made more than one, but since you was out here tripping. 
Yeah, but that was that's like I'm saying, that's still a weak point to me. No council is gonna fucking sit there and say we gonna give the general the final say so on some shit. The American government does not do that. No general sits down and say we're not gonna do the F-35s. There's a collective. There's well, a Congress. There's a what, Senate. There's a fucking whole decision making board. In Wakanda, board. she didn't like them suits. She didn't like them daggers, which I thought the daggers were very good and, and very nice for the undercover right. thing that she would do. Yeah. She didn't. She didn't like a neck of having I just them, think um, that daggers. was her care. That was them and she tried to, to give them back. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, they yeah. Tried to give them but back. I, I felt like, like that was them trying to build the character for them. They were trying to develop character, saying that Okoye is so bullheaded as far as going against her husband. It's, and they didn't even why Daniel Kaluuya wasn't in there. They didn't even explain that to me. He was. I think they jailed him. He was him. in jail. In what society? I'm. This is how I think about Wakanda. I think of Wakanda as the Star Trek Enterprise, whatever the fuck the uh, Trekkies is called. They organization. Oh, like the actual. Um, the organization that sends out all these people on the Starfleet or whatever. Yeah, Starfleet Command. Yeah, but is what is they about? called? The, it's a federation. The federation. Oh, okay. I'm I like, that's how I think about. about Wakanda. Is like, there's free food. There's fucking free technology. Every kid in there is educated. Every child has whatever they want to do. But to me, it's like it's a, a society that doesn't have war. It doesn't have all these things. But it's like I can't. I just cannot. I cannot with this shit. I don't understand it. I really don't. Yeah, her her man's in jail. That's what I'm saying. Like, why is there a jail? I don't know. Because to me, it's like y'all been around for fucking since the beginning of the time with this shit. You gonna put Daniel Kaluuya in jail, but then you gonna fire a Koye for losing a princess? That makes no sense. Mm. I gave everything for this, Kayla. <laughs> you know what? Uh, that makes no speaking sense. Speaking of the characters in the door, Milaje, Milaje. I um I quite liked Aneka the addition of this Aneka. character because yeah. she seemed younger and yes. more fresh because I think didn't didn't Ayo die? I don't Ayo, think I don't think Ayo I thought was, Ayo well let me look her up real quick keep talking I I think Ayo died I, I if I recall which is a major character um and so they were bringing in a new uncle, character I know Uncle <laughs> Uncle what's his name. <laughs> Let me look it up. Uncle, what was That's a popular name, so you might want to type, because and used by men and women. It's a very popular name, oh, so fuck. you might want to type like Io, Black yeah, Panther, whatever, because it's a very popular name. People will be naming too, it. Uncle. What's that. his name? I'll take you too, Uncle. I can't even think uh-huh. of his name now. Io, okay, he came up. Uh, she is in Endgame. No, Io was in there. Io was the one that got kissed on the head by Michelle. Aneka. Kissed her on the head, remember? Oh, that was Io. Okay. Yeah, that was Io. I feel like somebody died that was a major character. A whole bunch of Dora uh, Milaje was killed. But I'm by talking about someone who, like, I'm not talking about the red shirts. Nigga, all of the Dora, Dora has fucking got red shirts. I, would, I was expecting the Dora Milaje to have some new fucking uniforms, bruh. God damn it. Stick and tradition. Okoye opposed. Yes, but it still don't matter. The technology should have been known. We should have seen. Okay, just show some little glitter or something. Some blue glitter on their shit or something. Something gold. Something. God dang it, man. No, Io was in it. Uh, I feel like somebody died. A major person, like somebody who in the front that's standing up there next to the general, I feel like died in the last movie. Because they trying to bring this. No, Io, I think she did. Uh, I'm trying to look it up. Go keep talking. 
I, I have nothing else to say because no, I just felt like they were. I, I like this new. Wakabi, Bambi. Yeah, <laughs> but I just felt. I just felt like jail, they bro. were putting. I felt like they tried to bring her out though. This no, younger, fresher. I think she was killed. I'm looking at it. I thought Io was killed. I thought she was killed by. And if it wasn't her, it was a major character. <sighs> Bruh. Because I feel like they had three main chicks. Right, they did. But the light-skinned one was killed by uh, Killmonger. Bruh. Okay, we got to look that up later on. Next pod when we uh, do our follow-up to this uh, initial. But I'm thinking since there were things that Mm -hmm. I brought up, like even the more Catwoman-like moves Mm -hmm. and the reason why her brother died and all this kind of stuff. Like we probably you, but gonna, you was thinking that, though. Like, I didn't even put that together until you said that. We're probably going to have to watch the movie again. Right, but for me, it's like... Okay, moving on. What was... What was something you liked about the film? Um, I Even though I feel like the introduction of Talokan was shallow... Um, I liked it. I liked the introduction of the character Namor. I thought Namor was cool, um, especially how like I, I liked that it was the traditional Mayan culture. I I, I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to see a separate film, like a la um, what you call it that we just saw the trailer for um, Avatar. Yeah, an Avatar type. Uh, exploration like I was telling like my husband at one point when the avatar thing I was like I was thinking about that ride at Disney uh-huh. um that is a um avatar world like you get to drive through like you're you're on a boat and you go through their world and it's bioluminous and all this kind of stuff and it's their songs and stuff in the background I would have liked to be immersed in their world which of course that would require to be a separate movie but I like the introduction of them even though it was shallowly done I'm trying to see what Forder's Forrest Whitaker's uh, name was James. James, Uncle, I'll take you too, Uncle James. Damn, why you didn't say that shit earlier? Because <laughs> I had to think about it. Uncle James, Uncle James wasn't in it, but they had a lady to replace her. That was the most important film feature. You saw the lady. I don't know what you're talking about. I know you don't. All right, we will be <clears throat> getting another point of view from Carmen Ferdy on the next podcast. And tune in. Thank y'all for listening. I'm sorry for all the yelling and crazy antics that I'm doing. You can't see me. I'm acting wild and acting stuff out and raising my voice super loud. But, hey, I'm a work in progress. So we're going to keep going on, and hopefully you'll tune in to the next one. Bye.